Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kingdom Speak. Today, we have a guest in the house, and he's got some Bible bombs for us. You will recognize his face. Let's get this started. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop and Bishop Lambeth. Full band went after the band. Right yeah. Yeah. That is wow. Crazy. Welcome inside the International it Kingdom Speak Studio. Is happening. Hey, we promised it and we deliver on our it, promises. Have y'all promised it ahead of time? Oh. Yep. So is that prophetic? It would have to be because I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, wow. put your hands together for Bishop Lambeth, who is in the house. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if you listen to Kingdom Speak, but we read a review before every episode. Of so. course he listens. <laughs> but, but, okay, read, read the review. All right, so this is from Apple Podcast, as always. And uh, here's what the review says. It's five stars, because every review is five stars. Wow. Not every, because we got four and a half. <laughs> here's what it says. <laughs> Absolutely kingdom-minded. This is what a podcast is meant to be. As Pastor McKillop said, if the world is coming to church looking for something different, we don't want them to find what they are leaving. Wow. Wow. That is the truth. I'm glad there are men who still want to worship and truly serve in spirit and truth. And this podcast does that. They tell it like it is and give bombshells to the world. I highly recommend this to anyone and everyone. It will help your walk with God and help keep you thinking kingdom-minded things. Keep it up. You're doing the Lord's work, and that is from Bryant U on Apple Podcasts in the U.S. of A. And we will say amen uh, to you. Hallelujah. Hey. Yeah. So where does that video from that yeah. you sent us? Can you play it? Yes, I can. Just give me one second. Um, yeah, yeah. You're putting while me on you're, the spot here. While you're looking for it, let me. So we get this this video the other day. Through, through one of our social media accounts. Mm -hmm. And it is of a, it's from a church group in Jordan. Ah, wow. Wow. Cool. In Jordan. Have cool. you got it? Yeah. Play so, it for them. So if you can't, you can't see the video, but it's a group of folks kind of standing around in a huddle. And uh, here's what they say. <laughs> that awesome? You guys are great. That's yeah. awesome. I want to. I want to get the the actual. See, the it's folks. from the shepherds in Jordan. Wow. Living way in Akaba. Yeah, sounds right to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're known yes. for getting our pronunciations <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Me at the table. <laughs> me at the table. Pronunciations. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We're just it's, trying to make you feel at home. Oh, it's going to be a good thank day. Thank you very much. Appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Akaba Jordan, Akaba, and they are faithful listeners. Wow! So we're going to put that video out on social media and yeah. share it with you. But that was really cool. That's very cool. That was really cool. Well, there's a lot of people in Brazil that listen to King No Speak too. Really? Yeah, it is. You I'm know, we 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 got a request actually the other day. Remember, I, I yep. shared that with you yep. about getting uh, titles, subtitles, uh, subtitles, captive. You need, need to do that. You need Captions. to do that. Because I guess they can translate those. Is that right? Mm -hmm. So that would make it hmm. make it easier. 
Yeah, it's it's something that would I think would enhance the tremendous work y'all are doing. Mm-hmm. I think it would. Wow. Listen, you don't have to butter us up. You're already on the podcast. Okay. You don't, okay. You don't have to do uh, that. Man, I finally made it, guys. Never thought the day would come. Uh, yeah. Beautiful studio, by the way. Congratulations. This is so much better than Zoom. Oh, is it ever? Man. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. We've, we've just been waiting. Pound so. on the table and everything. Yeah. Do you remember sitting in your office talking oh, yeah. about how you can't leave? And oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I remember him talking in his office and saying, "My stupid earbud keeps falling out." Remember? Yeah. Remember? <laughs> if, uh, he'd <laughs> have to reach again. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, <laughs> it was a stupid earbud. Yeah, see, see. <laughs> Adjusting the camera and the light. And yeah, oh, yeah, put another book oh, under it. Yeah. The mic's yeah. not working. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything. Uh, yeah, Bishop yeah. Lambeth, can you shut the blinds in your window? Yeah, yeah. maybe open uh, them half. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Now the yeah. question is, are those days over with? Great question. What do you think? Yeah. I hope they are. Yeah, me too. Everybody hopes. I'm tired. Wow. I'm tired of it. Wow. It's great to have you here, man. Yes, sir. It really is. I'm very honored to be here. So he's in town for our conference. Among Um, friends. Yes, sir. Among friends. And, um, man, conference has been going Mm -hmm. tremendous. So we're we're thrilled to kind of squeeze this in between a couple services. Mm -hmm. And um, we're going to talk a bit about a topic here. But let, let me lead into it with, with this. And this is not a gotcha or a setup. This is legit. Oh, not le- yeah, he's, he's nervous. He's nervous already. Yeah. And the problem is also, this needs to get, we need to get this clear. Yeah. For his sake, not a one of us are drinking coffee today. We've no. given it up just for you for this episode. Just for this episode. There's a None little bit left over there, right? <laughs> there. right yeah, that there. would that would be the producers with moss in the bottom. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, it does have yeah. it on the bottom. Yeah, it that's what he does. It. If the cameras won't, oh, I'll ask the brother Breen over here and watch him drink the rest of it. Yeah, the moss chew and it. everything. He'd have to chew I don't it. think it's moss. I think it's mold. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's a good reason not to drink coffee. Now, when I say that, it will light up on y'all's, on yeah. y'all's yeah, whatever. He's not a coffee drinker. So we need you to chime in and let us know what you think about that. Mm. We need to get them safe. We think we need to be. Do you want to tell the, the story? Influencing. Tell us. This, tell them the story. I'll pause my remarks. You guess. Tell the story about my wife. Yes. Tell them. Yes. <laughs> so, this is great. Is this the same one that you told me this morning? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm trying to debate if it's gonna. Anyway, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, no, you need to tell everybody. Uh, it won't hurt you. Do you know what he's trying to figure out? <laughs> he's trying to figure out if Sister Lambus going to be listening to this. <laughs> That's what he's trying to so, figure out. I said, okay, I've got two weeks to get this. <laughs> There's one thing about it. I promise you, when I'm on this program, yeah. There, all it, all stops are pulled out. That's right. It, it's, it goes yeah. it goes crazy. Okay, yeah. let me tell you the story. Good. Okay. 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 By faith, I want to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> He's hedging. You're. He's no, hedging. I'm not, I'm not hedging. The, He's the one that to blame. I'm telling you, he brings a stick for every pot that he can find. I do. I I I stare and, at it. And, and that's the reason why you keep him too. Huh? Totally. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He's the one that gives the dynamics. That That's brother right. over there, he, he... He just pushes buttons. Yeah. Ooh. 
I got that. Did you get it? I did. He did his job. That's it. Okay, here's the story. I never have drinking coffee except maybe one time, mm-hmm. when we, and I really didn't drink it because we went to a person's house and mm-hmm. they, you know, to try to save a soul. Well, they gave me a cup of coffee. So we'll let you know. So Nada said, "Well, lady, why don't you?" And so she went to the back of the house, and Nada switched cups with me. She drank hers uh, fast, yeah, and yeah, she switched yeah, cups with me, yeah. so I wouldn't have to drink mm. it. So the one woman came back, said, "Oh, you like my coffee? Here's Here, some, more. some more, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing." <sighs> anyway. So I'm not a coffee drinker. And so (laughs) it has been in our married life Mm -hmm. that if I ever start drinking coffee, I have to drink it with my wife. Mm -hmm. She says, I want to have the pleasure of seeing you drink coffee. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the rule. Mm -hmm. And so I've kept my testimony of not drinking coffee, and she's kept her prayers up, praying (laughs) about it all this time. (laughs) And so this last March which would have been our 43rd wedding anniversary, I was up in the northeast part of Brazil. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to get her a present. And, you know, we was traveling. And anyway, so I took her into a coffee shop for her to get coffee. Mm-hmm. She, she likes her afternoon coffee. So I took her in for her to get the coffee. And I had this brainstorm idea, this brilliant idea. All right. I, said, I said, honey, I'll, I'll, I'll give you your wedding present right now. I said, I will drink coffee with you right now. Wow. After wow. 43 years, that I said, love. Oh, wow. that is love. That is That's love. That is love. And I, I was positive. Mm-hmm. I was assured that she would accept it. You thought she was going to order it up and bring it out? I mean, immediately. Yeah. I thought she was going to dance around the table. Yeah. You know, the whole nine yards. And she said, no. Said, what do you mean, no? She says, when you drink coffee, she says, I want to make the coffee for you. Oh. She says, there's no other. There's, she didn't say another woman, but she said, I'm the woman that's going to make, make the coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm your <clears throat> wife. I'll <clears throat> make the coffee. I'll make it. Right. Does that make you nervous? <laughs> No, it don't make me nervous, but the way you said it, I had to go back and think about it. So, so, no, no, she, but that's kind of like the story, though. The reason I said that is like the, 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 this older couple met at this uh, seniors dating breakfast thing. Have you heard that story? That sounds exciting. Yeah, it is. It's pretty low key. <laughs> yeah. You got to do it early enough that, that the geritol has still, you yeah. know, still functioning, kicked in. So this this guy meets this lady and they start exchanging pleasantries and, and and he finds out she's been married three times and every one of her husbands had, had died and and he said well if if I may what happened to the to the, the three to the yeah you know before I get to uh-huh. she said well the first guy died from eating poison potato salad and he said oh. Wow, and that's awful. That's Terrible. a bummer. Yeah. yeah. So then, how did the second guy die? Right. So she how did said, the second guy? from eating poison potato salad. <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that, isn't that something? And he goes, really? So now we're on the third guy. How, how, how'd the third guy die? Let me guess. And she said, 
Well, he died from a, a trauma to the head. And they said, well, what happened? He wouldn't eat the poison potatoes. Wow! <laughs> 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 so I didn't know if if, if no, you were nervous no, that no, I would never do that. So you oh, okay. you you made yourself vulnerable for a brief moment of time and said, "Look, I'll do this." And she's like, "Nope, it's not happening." My wife, she loves me so much. She loves me so much until she she's assured that the day that I drink coffee. Mm-hmm that I will rejoice with the heavenly angels and she'll say, I told you, I know how to make coffee. Yeah. So she's, she's, she has a, a double uh, intent behind it. She, she, she's trying to prove mm-hmm. to you all that you've missed out on oh, for yeah. the last oh, yes. oh, yeah. she'll tell me that. 43 years or whatever. She also tells me the same thing about eating bananas, but I don't like bananas either. So. Have you ever dipped bananas in coffee? No. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, I have never dipped but I... bananas in chocolate. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty good, too. That must be tempting. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> so I came in here. We're talking about coffee you, and bananas. You told us that we could pick the oh, topic. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is what podcasting okay. is. <laughs> so let's let's get back to the setup. Okay. okay. They they get you derailed on that coffee thing. I think it was you that derailed it. I said we weren't drinking it out oh, of honor yeah. for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, I'd like to have a cup of coffee right now. <laughs> Tell the brother there that punches the button to go get him for you. Yeah. <laughs> I can just, yeah, put it on the number six and roll. What's the number six? Which camera? That's that one right there. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good at this. Yeah, he's a natural. <laughs> yes. One of the things, and there are a number of these, one of the things that, that I have admired about you, by extension, the works in Brazil, is your adaptability as as the climate of doing kingdom business changes. So let me give you this as an example, and this is one that sticks out in my mind, of us being in, uh, I believe it was Sao Paulo, and, and there's how many thousands of sky risers, yeah. sky rises there that are... Thousands. Yeah. Like, thousand, thousand, twenty, thirty thousand. Yeah, I'm, 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 at that point, I'm thinking it was like sixteen thousand of them that were above so many mm-hmm. floors high. Twenty floor highs, I think. Yeah. Okay. You know, just it's it's astounding. Mm-hmm. So you, which raised, is not plaster rock's case. No, easy. N- not this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never know. One coming. So that's right. Yeah, I went to see the building. Wow, it's looking good. Wow. Yeah. So exciting. Okay, yes. go ahead. One of the things you said to me as we're driving, or maybe we were riding on public transit, whatever, you said, the traditional approach to knocking doors won't work here. I can't even get in that building. Mm-hmm. And you still can't. Because unless you have access mm-hmm. to that, that's, and, and so however many hundreds of people live in each of those buildings, mm-hmm. they are totally off limits for you. So at best, you can put a man by the door all day that catches them on the way in and out. So these kind of things have 
forced you to alter your mm-hmm. approach to doing even evangelism, missions work in general, right? So there, there's the renting versus building versus, mm-hmm. and, and, and I've always admired over the years how I've talked to you and that's been updated. We did it's, a project with you. I just remember starting up about uh, shipping container churches. Yeah. That yes. Was, I remember uh, that. And we tried that and it, it didn't work the way it was planned. Mm-hmm. It didn't, it didn't, uh, one of the problems that came up with that was the fact that the the the, the logistics of moving a container from one place to the other was greater than the benefits mm-hmm. of what we were trying to get. Hmm. I don't know if that yep. makes any sure. sense. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So it takes you a day to move it, day to set it up, let's say, day to move it, day and to then set the cost. it up. And the cost, plus the cost of the moving, plus you have to hook up lights some way or the other. And... the logistics didn't work out Mm. it's there's we used to have an airplane our Mm. church used to have an airplane the logistics the cost didn't justify the results Mm. wow i didn't know that Uh that the cost of an airplane doesn't justify what it was designed to do so the the heartbeat behind topics of what we're talking about right now are we want to maximize the impact Mm -hmm. that the kingdom has on the world. Mm -hmm. So this is an age old discussion, but it is one that constantly has to be updated. How do we maximize impact without it negatively affecting the quality of who we are? Wow. Mm -hmm. You want me to answer that? For sure. Goodness. Let's talk about coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and he wants to go back, yeah. doesn't he? Uh, that is, that is that, that, really one of the things that come forth from that is the fact that um, there is not really a set um, rule to that. You know, there, there's no, there's no, set rule that will answer that across the whole spectrum of exactly exactly not a one-size-fits-all no yep Yep. Mm -hmm. the the answer to that for africa is totally different than the answer for that in the united states so you're basically saying we shouldn't take shots at other churches that try different things but then you're back no you should if if they're trying to do it where they maintain the quality, mm-hmm. that that is that is the baseline. Mm-hmm. That's what you're looking for is the quality. Mm-hmm. If you do, you can grow. There's all kinds of churches that grow once they throw out their quality out the window. It's mm-hmm. a temporary growth. It's not a long-term growth because there's no quality behind it. I heard it said one time: even dead things will swell for a while. Wow. Mm. So everything that's getting bigger is not necessarily <laughs> alive. Yeah, exactly mm. right. Perfumed. Yes. Uh, very interesting, and it's very true. And so maybe the question you need to ask is how can you have growth with quality sustainability where that it you know where it, it where the quality sustains itself? That mm-hmm. is the big question. How does quality become self-sustaining 
continuing. Mm -hmm. So how is that done? Biblically wise, there's always been loss after the third generation. Not you know, but it's yep. it's a concept in sure. the Bible. Sure. So how do you override the third, the third to the fourth generation? How do you overcome that? Mm -hmm. That is the question. Mm -hmm. Which in turn, you're back to preparing your children. You know, uh, Deuteronomy six four. You know, do this. Your children, your children's children has got to do, it's got to be a continued thing. Yeah. Is it continuing in Pentecost? In a general sense, it's not. In a general sense, you're seeing people that are playing, pardon the expression, the game just for their benefit, and they don't care about the aftermath and the continuation afterwards. Church cannot be a finite thing. It's got to be an Infinite, infinite, whatever the right. word is, it's right. got to be something that continues on after right. you're gone. Right. That is that is the big question. So which which is what which is what Abraham was doing when he was willing to walk out land he'd never possess. True. That 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 lets you know that he's long headed enough. Mm -hmm. To put the sweat equity into something he'll and, never realize. And I truly believe that the size of Israel and, and so on and so forth. Now, I truly believe that it was a literal fulfillment of what you just mentioned. I don't think it was just, hey, Abraham, walk it off. You know, I think it was literally that Abraham walked it off. Hey, this, where you walk. Right. If, if, if he would have walked a mile, that would have been the size. That would have been the size. Right. I believe that. Right. I, I believe, I, yes. And I believe yes. that. I believe that it's. Part of our equation, so we make Hallelujah. We make the church the size that we have the faith, faith to walk out to walk it out. Wow, absolutely. Wow. That, that's that's what we have. The church of tomorrow, too. Right? By all means. By all means. By all means. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot come up with an answer that destroys the root of what you're trying to do. If the an answer to the question that we're asking yes, of right. uh -huh. quantity maximizing quantity. and so okay. so you can cut off the limbs because it's shedding leaves on the neighbor's house or whatever. Hey, we'll sure. adjust it a little bit. You can do that. But if you cut down the tree, it's over with for good. You can trim the tree and mm. still survive. You can't cut the roots and still survive. Right, because even Jesus said, if it's fruitful, we'll prune it, so it will produce more fruit. More fruit. But there's part of that process, if you study the, 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 the concept of pruning, that also increased the quality of the fruit. Yes, it Not does. Not just the quantity. It, the quality, yes, it, it, it does. It so the pruning actually accomplished both things. Yes, it does. And it's, it, it's sort of a type of crossbreeding. In other words, we're going to try to get the quality up more and more so that it will last across the lifetime of the situation. Right. And so, right. We, we, but who's doing that in Pentecost? I mean, I know they are, but I'm talking about in a general sense. It's not happening. No, and, and I think that there is a bit, and we could get off into the weeds on this, I think there's a bit of, a, of a, an improper perspective of what pruning is. That's another good point. Okay. Pastors fear it. 
right? Yes, they do. Who wants to lose people? Who, mm-hmm. who wants to? Wow, but that, ooh, you're getting off into some big weeds on that one. Yeah, who does want to lose people? Right? But on the other hand, Can you, if you leave a snake in the weeds, you do have problems. Exactly. So you might have to get smaller to get bigger. That, and quality. Yeah. Yes, yes. And that is, that is very hard to accept. Very hard to accept. It is. It is. And so here, because these things do exist, there, there are, there are those that adopt the mindset that they can just, uh, you know, they 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 just suck people from all these other churches mm-hmm. and make this. So that exists. I'm not. We're not here to discuss that. Sure. If we don't have a proper understanding of this, though, we can become so competitively driven that the easiest thing to do when God does prune is to blame the neighboring pastor where the limb fell okay, and, and say that he proselyted it when God really was cutting it off. So that, that <laughs> he's the one that opened the can of worms. You yeah, know? I did. Yeah, and then we'll I just, just, keep talking. But just watch, <laughs> I'm handing it over. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pass it over to yeah, him yeah. <laughs> in the end of up in his coffee yes. mug. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that, that 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 is that is so true, and it's so hard to accept, and yet it it is part of church. I, I guess is the way. What church do you know that has not lost somebody? Oh yeah, you know, and some of us have lost somebodies, somebodies, <laughs> yeah. and that is very hard to accept. It is very hard to accept. And there's another pressure on if you had have done it differently. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have. Right, right. You wouldn't have. You know, you wouldn't have lost them. So next time, learn your lesson and keep your mouth shut. Close your eyes. Don't say anything about it. Let the chips fall where they may. There's another side to that. There's a lot of... There's a lot of, uh, this is hard to understand. There's a lot of preachers that sort of, they, they preach light versions of what they should be preaching more direct, and they preach light versions, and then they tell you, well, let God speak to your heart. You know, let, let you, you decide. In other words, what they're really saying is you decide, you know, how far you want to commit yourself. Yeah. And so yeah. that's the preacher's responsibility to Preach, thus saith the Lord. You know, it's so let, let, let's let's bring this let's let's bring this back. We, we've to the methods adaptability, and that might not be the, the right word that we're looking for. But you understand the intent behind what I'm saying. There's certain things that will not change. Okay, preaching. You can't he, change. He chose right? by the foolishness of preaching. Jesus could have had put in quote unquote, you know, cell phones in yep. the Bible if that, you know, right, mm-hmm. right. Why not? You right. Know? But he chose through the foolishness of preaching. That is one because it's in the Bible. That's one that cannot be changed. You cannot touch that. Right. You cannot touch that. Although, you know, it's. Are we talking about? And you mentioned that, you know, there's that book you had even mentioned, the analog church. You know, we are, mm-hmm. it, it's, yes. it's a fine line 
of what technology can help and what it can't help. Okay, so that's that's kind of where I was so, leading I into. Know, I know you was leading into this. He's I'm, jumping. I'm, I'm, I'm helping You're you. Helping We're pushing me. you into the corner here. Yeah. It's yeah. coming. Him yeah. or me? Yes. You. Yeah, oh, yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So, ding, ding. Okay, give me 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. The way this works is it runs 10. We, we don't publish it till 10, 10 seconds behind the live. So mm-hmm. we can hit the veto button. We got ten oh. seconds. To okay, we're live right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yo, boy, I had to be careful. Making you nervous. Yeah. Oh, oh Lord, <laughs> there, there's there's so many things that I'd like to chime in here, but we can't make doctrines out of methods. Well put. Doctrines never change. They can't change. They can't be updated. They cannot be improved. But the method, it's it's okay to change the method. As long as? As long as it's not those absolute. So I would venture to say in this setting that we're talking about, preaching is more doctrinal than it is method. It's 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 his, although it is a method, but it's it's what he chose as the vehicle for getting it done. Yes. That can't be changed. It's 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 not changeable. Okay. Evangelism, there's a number of ways that that can be done, and I, and I applaud any of them. Lifestyle, holiness, separation, okay? What are the, what are the changeable aspects of it, and what are the non-changeable? Now, that is a big question. The preaching is not. So let's let's go technology. Okay, we, we're discussing this in in an analog setting. What about the and, and I'm going to say this very carefully. I'm not saying this speaking down or or disparagingly of anybody's conviction. What about the guy that said no internet when the internet came? Okay, and, and there's there's a great number of them that still oh, stand. Sure. Yes. And you can't knock them. I that. can't. You cannot knock them for that. It's 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 a stand and you and there and along with that there is dangers that come along with that. You know, the internet is a wide well, open. It door. opens up for sure it does. Oh yes. Oh yeah. But yet it also opens up a field of opportunities. Okay, like, so like a podcast, and I guess we don't have to worry about anybody hearing this that don't have the internet, do we? <laughs> so I guess we can say whatever we want about that. <laughs> okay, so you have to, as as a leader, you have to weigh the pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Is is the church going to use social media? Is it not? Is it going to all of quantity them. versus quality? And that is questions that cannot be answered on a general spectrum because there's, you know, it's how far do the dangers go versus the benefits? Mm. It's So you're saying that could vary from geographical location to geographical location? Including that, yes. And also even on... On how can it's hard to answer. Social media is extremely dangerous. Sure, mm-hmm. extremely dangerous. 
Is it usable for outreach? Is it? Dead silence at the table. No, sure it is. Yeah. Definitely. It can. Yes. It can. It can. Yes, for sure. It can. Is it controllable? Is it, can you control it to the point where, so yes, can it be beneficial? Yes. Can it be controllable enough to where it's beneficial or not? Mm-hmm. No. I don't know if that makes any yes. sense. Yes. Can it be controlled enough so it's mm-hmm. beneficial? That's mm-hmm. a big question too. Well, yeah, because from a pastor's perspective, if I begin losing more people to social media than what I'm gaining through it, at that point, it's 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 prudent for me to reconsider. That's true. That's true. And there are men that have had to make that kind of a decision. For sure. You know, and I honor that. You have to honor it. Right. You know, you have to honor it. It's sort of like, it's sort of like um, uh, cell phones. You know, cell phones in the sanctuary. So everybody's got a cell phone in the sanctuary. Not everybody, but you know, people's got the cell phone. Almost everyone. Almost Mm -hmm. everybody. Okay. Are those cell phones, not talking about now the outreach, but are those cell phones pure, all of them? Are all of them are all they pure in the sense that they don't have anything on them that that's not that's inappropriate? To be inappropriate. Yeah. Okay. How far do you control that? That is very hard to control, if not impossible. Interesting. It's if not impossible. Interesting. How much does that have effect on the spirituality of a service? Hmm. Okay. Let's run a scenario. Of course, we're slightly off the subject, and yet still on the subject. Okay, let's say you call Brother Billy up to sing. Brother Billy comes up with his cell phone. Brother Billy steps on the platform. He's got his cell phone in his pocket. Brother Billy was watching pornography last night and recorded it. So he's stepping on the platform technically with pornography on his person. Person. Yeah. Okay. So really, you're back to controlling that. The only way to control that is through preaching and through the gifts of the Holy Ghost or something. That, that comes back to the things that never change must control the things that can change. Yes, yes, yes. It the, has to the be. The preaching never changes. The preaching cannot change. And there are, there are, and we may have to face these situations down the road uh, of where that we have to lean more toward preaching than toward technology is technology useful yeah it's useful you know may have a tremendous impact like y'all was talking even before you know how that people have been reaching out you're reaching into people there oh wow i didn't know that was in the bible that's tremendous on the other hand can they be purified through technology can you purify somebody through technology Hmm. wow or is it a leader that brings them to where they can be purified? What I mean by a leader as it literally leads them to. Back to the analog church. The If a church chooses to utilize technology to impact its community, etc., then 
Remember the scenario that he gave of the house that 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 your web presence, your social media presence, is the front door, the front door porch area of the house. Your analog service is the living room, more intimate space in the house, and the conversations worth having aren't had on the doorstep. You are you're leading them to the intimate space to have that conversation. Yeah. Boy, this is, it's, these are challenges. They are. Challenges. Because uh, I'm sure, like, you've prayed for someone over the phone. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, we've prayed with people online, obviously. Oh, well, yeah. The last couple of years. Had church online, preached online. Yeah. Folks got the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Through, through a, an online setting. Yeah. But in the end, in the end, I guess what I'm trying to say, in the end, when all else fails, the analog side of God or of the church still has to survive. I would say not only survive, it needs to still be the, the driving force. The driving force behind it. Mm. Because we are rapidly coming upon times where that the control of all of this that we've talked about, it's slipping out of the hands of just, it's being more and more controlled according to agendas is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. And so the only way that the church can avoid, is it usable now? Okay. Will it be usable forever? until Jesus comes. That's an unknown factor. But it has to be, the church cannot, I guess what I'm trying to say is, the church can't be one of those places you unplug it from the wall mm. and it dies out. When you unplug it from the wall, the whole system has to continue running even after it's unplugged. Mm -hmm. That That's the challenge behind it. Okay, for example, for example, during the <clears throat> pandemic in Brazil, all the churches were closed down. You know, all of our churches were closed down. So there's people asking to be baptized. Okay, well we can't we can't open the church to baptize them. Mm -hmm. So you got to find an answer for when it's all closed down. There's no digital baptism. There's no digital baptism. <laughs> but they, that is or virtual baptism. That, that is that is. I got it. I got it. It's it's been it's. I won't you know. But on one of these social media, they are doing. Uh, digital a virtual baptism. virtual baptism. That's the word. Okay, so that's baptism. not not to. Are you finished with that? No. Thought? What I was going to say is, so how are we going to baptize these people? Mm -hmm. So what we did, adaptability. I told the pastors go and buy a kiddie pool, put it in the back of your car. Someone asked to be baptized. You go to their house. You clear out the furniture in the living room, put the kiddie pool in the middle of the living room, fill it up with water, sure. and baptize them in their house. The church is closed, but the baptisms continue on. So that's adapted. Right. Well, that's a creative approach to make sure the analog thing continues to thrive. Continues to thrive, mm -hmm. which has to be, I guess, in the end, our ultimate objective is. Okay, and someone sitting and listening to this today can be like, these guys are nuts. They would have to think that right now. But the majority of what we've talked about besides the last four minutes has been about where we are right now. Internet, social media, mm -hmm. whatever. This 
This next step that is taking place with the metaverse, okay, where where virtual the virtual world okay. is becoming more real mm. to the generation that we're trying to reach than the real world is. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. That's right. that's happening. So they're creating virtual spaces, mm-hmm. virtual churches. Back to the virtual baptisms. Where they where you create your avatar. Yep. And you and they a, baptize it. And they that's what that's what yeah. Yep. So is that person baptized? Which blatantly no. No. Categorically no. What I'm telling you is that's fine for us to say that right now with both feet still firmly planted in an analog existence. If Jesus tarries and we're two generations removed from now, and you've got a kid that has lived under the shadow of that avatar for his entire life, he's one with a virtual world. He's more at one with the virtual world than he is the real world. Okay. Can mm. you pull him out of the virtual world yeah. and to insert re- him into a real world? Exactly. Is that doable? Yeah, and how do you if, reach those people? If, right? if, that's, if, a, that's, a, that's a harder question of all right there. How do you tell the kid that you're using as an example that got baptized mm. virtually mm-hmm. and tell him, say, hey, that's not valid. Mm. And in his mindset... He's saying, but I felt it was valid. I felt. Mm-hmm. So how sure. do you overcome that? Huh? Okay. There is a, there's a church in Miami that I read about that was one of the last uh, beachfront areas on a strip of, of high-end resorts. I can't remember the dollar of value, but he just they just sold to a major player in, in, in the hospitality industry. They're going to tear the church down. There's a hospitality resort, whatever. They're going to come in. They're going to build it, and they're creating a space in this resort for this church to continue to function, Okay. So it's part of the contract is what you're saying. Right. So we'll see. Because. Property, yeah, as long as you let us put yeah. a little room in the middle of the hotel. Because they're struggling to pay the taxes. They have to pay okay. taxes there. Their congregation is dwindling. Okay. Okay. So then they, this is what the pastor is saying, that he feels like, he didn't use the word analog, but for, for our discussion, the days of analog gathering are over. And that in the next few years, church will become an exclusive virtual event. Now, over here in the apostolic world, we're still we're still swaying to the beat of the drum and enjoying our choirs. Yes, you are. But these decisions, which in my opinion, there's no way you can undo analog church. Because it's Bible, but in in my opinion, that is where that the real test comes up. Will we be able to continue on as a real church and not as a virtual church? I, I don't know if that makes any sense. 
Yeah, because can you can you answer the analog question or command of forsake not the assembling of yourselves together with a virtual response? They will say it's possible. Right. They will say it's possible. But the apostolic church has got to remain dedicated to the fact that that is a bridge too far. That's a bridge too far. But if it's a bridge too far, where are you going to cut off the limits? Hey, that is a bridge too far. And I guess what I'm trying to say, these, this bridge too far keeps on coming up, keeps on coming up. Right. It, you know, it came up. Mm. cell phone it came up you social know, media social media it came yep. up now you're talking yep. about the metaverse and 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 so the i guess what i'm trying to say is the danger we're facing is that the bridge too far keeps on moving further away right mm-hmm. and we accept it because it's sort of like that deal of of boiling frogs in warm water you know you can uh, right and so in the end you die but it took you a long time to figure out you's dying if you ever I've, I've heard it, I've heard it said that that the slope to this is so gradual that by the time it dawns on us where we've ended up, we're we're, we're too far. It's irreversible. But you, you know, somewhere I've got to find faith in exactly. God. Exactly. Where that God will give us, using our little turn that we came up, analog tools on the basic bottom baseline where that we can survive in spite of all of this mm-hmm. competition digital competition can it can you use you know can you use billboards yes can you use advertisements on whatever you know twitter or whatever you know okay but it has to come back that revival we, we, I guess what I'm trying to say is we've got to become creative in our world that we're living in the Bible. We have to come become creative where we're at now in a way where that, uh, okay, what's the difference? What would happen, Brother McKillop, if one of your services, instead of holding it inside the building, you hold it in the parking lot? Okay. You know, what impact would that have? Would it have the same impact as doing whatever, whatever, whatever? We've got to find ways. My father always said, he said, son, all you need is to come up with a better mousetrap. People will knock at your door for a better mousetrap. You don't have to have advertisement. You have to have a better product. You have mm. better. If, if people are tired of living in... Is it usable? Yes, it's usable. Should it be done? Yeah, go for it. But in the end of the day, it's that service, that Sunday night service that's going to feel, you know, that's the end of it. That's where we got to get to. That's that's so true. We and we we really don't have time to 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 talk about this, although. I see this being a very real issue as well. So you, you we mentioned uh, pornography a little while ago, okay. immorality. Okay. Okay. So, what about those that are trapped in virtual relationships? Yeah. What about them? 
But let's back up to the pornography thing. Has pornography increased because of the digital virtual world, or has it decreased? It's increased. For sure. It's increased. Absolutely. And it will continue to increase. Is there anything that we can do to prevent it? As far as I know, there's nothing we can do to prevent it. You know, it's there. But so what, so what were you saying then? Well, there, there's the, when, when someone comes in okay. to the analog world, we are going to have to do um, a lot more than just, you know what, you don't need to be drinking and you shouldn't be smoking. Oh. And you, right? Those are analog problems. There's a literal can mm-hmm. and that, that, that they need to throw away and, and not buy it no more. Okay. And there's a literal cigarette that they can get rid of. A virtual, an argument can be made, I am not being immoral because it's not a real person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So if the church loses so, so its... So you're asking, is there or is there not virtual adultery? Well, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. Is And is it possible to help that individual repent from that wow. said activity without the... Analog experience of get in the house and go to a real altar and get down on your real knees and have a real preacher lay his hand on your head in a real sense. Wow. Another question that comes up from that what we've always said, here's, here's a big question. What we've always said, say, hey, you're coming out of the world. Go home, clean out your wardrobe, get rid of those immodest clothes, throw them in the trash, and live right. Mm-hmm. That's an, a real-world thing. Yes. When the scenario you just described, how do you tell them to go and clean up their virtual world or or even Oof. better yet disconnect from it that's what i'm saying right so and but, all but, of this but now, now you got another problem Boy, this will either make y'all's ratings go to the sky or sink. <laughs> where's your stick yeah okay <laughs> so now now you got another problem because how do you disconnect them what they're going to say is the way I came here was through there. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is how I made it here. Yes. And now you're telling me to disconnect. Wow. I think before we end, you need to tell the story about the sugar cane farm. <laughs> right? Yeah, we'll, it's, we'll do whatever you want to do. But I think it's so, pertinent. Yeah, it is pertinent. It is pertinent because, again, oh, Lord, I want to do my part for Jesus. Right. Where that I do what I'm supposed to do without destroying God's church one way or the other. Can I do it? Again, we're back. For example, cell phones, you know, is text message. We'll send out text messages, you know, 500 a week. Well, is it valid? 
Sure. Why not? It's being done. But somewhere or the other, I want to be in God's hand where I will not damage what God is doing, mm-hmm. but to the contrary, I will add some way or the other or that we can fast track, mm. enhance, launch, grow God's real church. So right. what you were asking about uh, the, the, the sugarcane thing, up in the northeast part of Brazil, for ever since I can remember, sugarcane in Brazil has always been harvested with a knife, with a machete knife. And you cut down, right down at the root. And you stack it up, and then you put it on a truck, and you send it in. That is very tedious, very dangerous. There's snakes in there. There's scorpions in those sugarcane. And the danger of hitting the, the, the machete knife wrong. We, we have people in the church, they're missing their toes because they missed you know the machete knife, and it got their toes. And they were just in flip-flops. So all of that, all of that, you know, it's always been done that way. But then technology started stepping in in the sense that now the last three years they've come out with these combines, these harvesters that do multiple things at one time. They, they harvest the sugar cane. They still haven't gotten it where it goes all the way to the ground. But they've gotten it where it just leaves out about 10 centimeters out of the ground. And they take the leaves off of it, and they're, they're, they're cut up to become fertilizer. And then behind the combine, they have a thing that tills the ground, and it plants the new seedlings wow. of the sugarcane all in one machine. Wow. It speeds up the process. Mm-hmm. But it left a lot of people unemployed. Mm-hmm. It sped up the process. But did it help society in general? <laughs> did it? That's a good question. Did it or did it not? Right. You know. So now the guy that owns the combine has the power. There you go. Mm-hmm. Right. Hallelujah. And if the guy that owns the combine, if he's the preacher or the pastor... Maybe it's usable, but what if you put it's it in the wrong hands? In the wrong hands. Wow! You're planting sugar cane for something else that's not God's glory, right? These are questions, Pastor McKillop, that I am. Uh, back to the buildings. How do you get? How do you get? How? How do you get the word? of the gospel into a building that's got three guards in the front. How do you get it to them? Well, yeah, and, 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 and so let's come back to the, the guy in Miami. Okay, he, he's selling his church because, in his opinion, it's tracking that way, and we're praying that God will give us enough money to, money to finish the one we're trying to build. But I can give you exactly. a better story than that one. I can give you a better story than that one. Up there in Gramado where we've gone up to eat fondue yes. and such as, I think I showed you there's a church there. It's the size of your studio here, give or take a few feet. Okay. So they own or own or own prime property on that main drag. It would be the Branson of Brazil. Prime property. Okay. 
but the congregation was dwindling. So they used to have 100, went down to 50, went down to 20, went down to 10. So this pastor there, he had this brilliant idea. So he said, we will have a business meeting and we will lease the property all around the church to a, a, a real estate developer. And so they built these luxurious apartments all around. And the church is right in the middle of these luxurious buildings. And so they still have church there. It's the same story you just told with a slight difference. He's just interested in the money. And so he's got 10 people. As long as he keeps 10 people in there, he's drawn all that money off of that rent off of all these luxurious apartments that are being rented. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... He's not interested in souls. That's what it all comes down to. What is the driving for? Oh, is it numbers or is it souls? Is it Holy Ghost revival or is it, again, back to numbers and fame? Right. right. What are, what are right. we Whose kingdom well, are you building? Right. In other words, what's the final product that we, right. that's on the table? Right. What is the final product right. that's here on this table? Mm -hmm. What is the final product? And to be interested in souls cannot just be relegated to those that you're trying to reach from the world. It also is the ones that you've already got. Yet you got to maintain. Right. And grow them. Right. And grow their Which families. Which comes full circle back to both quality and quantity. You had, And let's go, you know, I'm very conservative about the digital world. Very conservative about the digital world. Yet I'm still responsible, even with me being conservative of the digital world, I'm still responsible of growing my church and just opening the doors and say, hey, you guys, here I am. I got my door. It doesn't work anymore. Right. That's not working. Right. Just opening right. the doors and waiting for Jesus to send in the souls that he wants. That is not working. Something, something has got to. So you do have to innovate. You do have to. It may not, the innovation may not be digital. It's fine. But along with, are people out knocking doors? Oh, that's illegal now. Again, we're, we have to overcome that. Sure. We have to overcome that. Sure. And all of us have to come up with answers to this. But it's got to come up in a way where that we can grow with quality. There's no set, that's the reason why I said at the very beginning, there's no set answer to this. But on the other hand, I guess what I'm trying to say, crossing your arms and crossing your fingers and hoping that everything will solve out its own. That's not an answer either. That's not an answer either. Right. A matter of fact, that is probably the worst answer of them all. Mm -hmm. That's probably the worst answer of them all. I've, I've said this before, and I don't know if I've talked with you about it, Bishop. Peter was, was found by Jesus mending nets. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he was a fisherman that utilized nets to get the job done. Okay. Okay. The method he used was nets. Year or two later, he's in a situation where they get some taxes that they owe, mm -hmm. and he is specifically told to go fish. Go cast a hook, mm -hmm. which is totally anti his comfort zone any other method he's utilized to get fish out of water. Net versus hook. Very well put. If he would have taken a net down there, the question is not, 
that there wouldn't have been a fish with a coin in its mouth, but he'd have had to look through thousands of fish to find the one with the coin. Mm -hmm. The method that God gave led him specifically to the one with the coin in the mouth. For us to just run whole hog into the arms of the digital world and expect that that is the answer exclusively for end-time revival, we are going to have to weed through a lot of fish with no coins. And you also come up with the possibility of rupturing, rupturing your nets and not getting anything. Yeah, well, then, that yeah. Right. So somewhere I've got to believe that the Spirit can lead, although the, the objective of this That's was not just evangelism, but the Spirit can lead to the one. It's got to. No, it's got to. God don't have to do anything. But right. it, no. It, 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 that, that, okay, so is but is the Spirit... And we're already out of time. We're in overtime right now, right? We are. We're in bonus coverage. Yeah. Okay, bonus are coverage. We? Okay, yes. okay. Okay, they're paying to hear what yeah, they're hearing they're now. Paying, they're paying right now. Oh, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is paywall. Okay, okay. Okay, so we're behind the paywall now. Okay, how much do I get out of this? Yeah. <laughs> Woo, here, here it goes. Here it goes. It's yeah, all about but, the money, eh? So let me ask you this. <laughs> okay. and we, don't, we, don't have to, we don't have to belabor this, but... Spirit-led, is that an analog world thing or a digital world thing? I don't see digital world being spirit-led using the terms in comparison to analog world. I think you're using apple and oranges and not two different types of apples. I think it's got to come back to the man being spirit led, and if the tool is digital, he th grabs that, it. There, there, that that's a better that's a better that's a better way of putting it. That's a better way of putting it. You know, that's. But is there a digital spirit led? I, I, I wasn't I, speaking categorically to yeah. can my computer determine. Yeah. Mm. I'm talking in the sense of. I'm I'm using all of these digital tools. It, it, can, can I be spirit-led in that sphere? <clears throat> I think you could be perhaps inspired of the Holy Ghost. Hey, let's do this. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't. I, I've seen that happen. So that's you know, going back to your fish. Yeah, let's do the fish thing. Let's do the fish thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and if, if you're going back to the. the to the net deal, yeah, could it have been done with the net? Yeah, sure, it could have been done with the net. Even if you did it with the net, there could have been other profits. Let's say, well, you got one fish out with, with the coin in it. You still got 10 fish that are pretty good you can sell for food or you can use for food, and you had to discard 10 of them and all that. All of that is, is God, can, God can do it. He can do it on all levels. That mm -hmm. I guess that's what we mm -hmm. need to understand as long as our objective our main objective is we've got to find the real church that god is we, we've got to we got to because every aspect of doctrine was analog analog not a virtual experience no. it was a real cross it was real whips it was real blood it was and yeah. you are going to have to oh. in a real sense walk down 
an aisle and repent of your sins and get baptized. But again, but again, again, five years ago, this conversation, what I'm going to say now, would have never even been on the table. But today, and we've already discussed it, today Mm -hmm. there are virtual baptisms of at avatars or whatever avatars. you call them, avatars, yeah. there are that, oh, that already is happening. Exists, that already exists. And I think I think it's naive for the apostolic world to think that we're not going to be impacted by that. Yes, we are because no. the person you're trying to reach that had his avatar baptized when you ask him, I've been baptized. <laughs> I've been baptized. Exactly right. I've been baptized. Right. I've been baptized. That weird to think about. But, but for, for real, it yeah. is I've weird. I've been baptized. I've been baptized. And I think that this comes into the book of Revelations where the beast, and there is an image, mm-hmm. and he has the power to give life to the image. So we're, we're entering into that. that. Let's, go, let's go a step further since we're in overtime. We're into part two territory briefly, now. Briefly, briefly. <laughs> briefly, yes. briefly. Cut it off, cut it off, cut it off, yeah. cut off. Hey, guys, I'm going to keep on until they run out of tape here. I'm gonna yeah. keep, I want to run these computers. Analog now. tape. Yeah. yeah, analog tape. Yeah. Okay, there's another issue. There's another issue. There. Okay, so you went off to the book of Revelation. Okay, do not forget, Pastor McKillop, that one of our challenges, oh, Lord, it's not just to reach the people, but also to survive the church in a digital currency world. We're living, cash is becoming less and less no, and less. Sure. And the, the, the banking is going digital. Mm-hmm. And so now we're back to that little story that I told. Once someone presses the button and turns off, the, the church has to be able to survive even when the bank account is turned off, even when the yeah. computers are turned off, yeah. do we have that survivability? Yeah. Okay, I, th- I think the 30,000-foot answer to that, and you, you, I'm sure you would agree, is the church has always survived. Always survived. It yes. always has. So, But not necessarily the way that we uh, see it that's as... It. And that's why I think conversations like this are, are, are central to the church surviving. Because there may come the day, Pastor, there may come the day, and we've already lived that in COVID. COVID did that. Yeah. Closed down the churches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. And, you know, for, for the majority of the world, it's, ah, oh, that'll never, ah, no, no. Go to China. Yeah. They've already been living it long They've before. lived it for years. Years. For years. Years and years and years. And they've survived. They, would, they wouldn't even begin to think of building an auditorium like no, a building no. to seat thousand, uh-uh. a thousand people. Uh-uh. That, that's not even. No, that's, they're meeting in basements. Oh, and Lord, have mercy. Can we? Oh, Backs Jesus. of coffee shops. And, do, 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 our, do we know how to worship in the back of coffee, shop, coffee shops? Do we yeah. know how to worship? On the street corner. Do we know how to? I believe we do. But what I'm trying to say is it's going to be it's going to be put to the test. We're yeah, back to the sure pruning will. thing again. It's going to be will. put to the test. You're not going to you're not going to get out from under that. It's going to be tested. Well, and 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 to bring it as we're wrapping up this to We've bring it said to that five times. Yeah, we're still trying. You just think we're preachers or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost done. Come to the music. <laughs> to to. 
as as we are as the church is 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 brought face to face with this i think we have to be able to articulate the stand that we're taking in such a way that someone can't go all right all us instead of meeting at the back of the coffee shop to to pray with four brothers cuz i can't do it now That's with four with 400 i'm going to i'm, I'm going to go meet with four that's another point. I'm going to do that instead of joining some virtual alternative. Right? Yeah. The benefit for meeting with two or three still outweighs. And we had this during COVID. We would tell people, you need to come and gather with 50 people in that school mm-hmm. and watch on a screen what you can watch on a screen at home. But there's more benefit to you coming and gathering with 50 people. Oh, Jesus, help us. But on the same token, there are those that will say, why try for the four or the 50 in a gathering point when you can do the same thing for 500 without ever darkening the church door? Right, right. But the Bible says, you can't neglect. And that's an analog command. That's an analog command. Yeah. That's an analog. Is the combine neat? That's great. Hey, when they walk in the door, let's take their name down. Let's send them a text. You know, let's send them, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. But when, in the, when, the, when it all comes down to it, it's got to be face on the ground, knees on the ground, and a preacher preaching. Can we do it? Do we have enough people to do it? Do we have enough people to do it? You do realize that our numbers are getting worse and worse by the day, not because the church isn't growing, but because the world is increasing, outpacing us. Yeah. So it takes the Holy Ghost. That's why the story of Philip is so important in the Bible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why the story of Philip, why of all places was the story of Philip put into the book of Acts? So he's taken to the desert. He goes to the right place without a GPS. Mm-hmm. He runs beside a chariot, climbs up on the chariot. Miraculously, water shows up on the road. Yeah. They get baptized, and the guy's teletransported. Okay, it don't get any more digital than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Lord have Elon me. Musk would love to be able to do that. He would love to do it. But the church has done it. The church has done it. Yes. yes. Will we do it again? I believe it. I believe it. <laughs>